Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things, you know, inquiries, contracts, payments? It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. We are celebrating the Virtual Assistant Studio's third birthday. Can you believe that? I know I can't. It truly feels like I've been doing this my whole life, but when I hear that we only just started three years ago, it kind of blows my mind, especially because my child is older than that. So it just, I like, as a mom, put everything into time frames based on when I had my kids. I'm sure you do that if you're a mom too. So in today's episode, I thought it would be fun to do a timeline recap of the past three years at the VA studio and a few secrets I'll let you in on from a seasoned VA. All right, let's dive on in. Have you ever felt like society isn't built for moms? Maybe you're a mama with a tiny voice in your head telling you there must be another way to balance it all. You know, working, momming, all the things. Yep, I had it too. And it likely means you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Amanda Rush, a Southern mama with big city sensibilities. I'm the girl that took a daydream and built a profitable virtual assistant business all in the middle of a global pandemic. Now, I work from home alongside some of the biggest bloggers and influencers while running a six-figure agency. Come along as we dive into business, marketing, strategy, and real life as a female entrepreneur. I'm all about simple, easy, actionable steps that get real results. This podcast is for the millennial mom that is ready to kick imposter syndrome and start making money on her own terms. Get ready as we dig in, do the work, and redefine what it means to be a working mom. This is the Millennial Mom Movement. Okay, so in case you didn't know, the Virtual Assistant Studio was born in July of 2020, right in the heart of the pandemic. And I consider this to be our birthday because this is when the LLC was officially filed. So even though the business started a little before that, this is like the official official date. So in case you haven't heard 
my specific story before. I'll let you in on that a little bit. But I started working with clients one-on-one after a few kind of bold pitches and some very kind referrals. I found my niche inside of the content creation world, which is bloggers and influencers. And that was the first time in a really long time when I truly felt like I was at home. And the work I was doing was natural and it was easy and it was fun and I could do it really fast. And because of all those things, it was really easy to grow the business because it was so fun for me and I was so excited to work that truthfully, it really didn't even feel like work. I could work a 10-hour day and still be fired up. Now, that ended up kind of biting me in the butt a little bit, which we'll get into, but I quickly grew the business just over the six-figure mark, and that was kind of a milestone goal that I had in my head. I don't know what it was, but something about that six-figure mark just felt so magical to me. Now, I was very much thinking about things as like a W-2 employee. When I'm thinking six figures, I'm thinking like, oh, wow, six figures in my bank account. And let me just tell you, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, when you make six figures, you don't actually make six figures in case you didn't know. There's taxes and there's expenses and there's all these other things that come along with making six figures. So although six figures of revenue was coming into the business, it was definitely not going into my bank account. So don't let that number fool you. You know me, I'm all about transparency. So I want to really pull back the curtain and just kind of let that resonate for you. Okay, so as I mentioned, I've been working one-on-one with clients at this point. I was really fortunate enough to have a few different referrals within the space, and I did some organic marketing of myself as well, and that led me to get over that six-figure hump. But, oh man, I was so tired. I worked all the time, all the time, like 24-7 I felt so tied to my laptop that I felt like I couldn't even take a day off, even if it was on a weekend or I was at a family event or X, Y, and Z. And I admit this very vulnerably because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about these types of seasons inside of their business. They're like excited and they're like, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. And it was, which is why I loved working and I worked so much. But it also happened to be to my detriment. I remember that I had this like aha moment. It was, I think, a day, maybe two days before Christmas. And I was sitting at my kitchen counter. And it was so late at night, like 10, maybe 11 o'clock. I was working on content. I was still getting messages from clients. They were asking for things and revisions. And there was not a whole lot of thank yous in those messages. And so I just felt so overworked and a little undervalued if I'm being honest and it was this moment where I'm like okay something has to change I didn't build this business and do all this work so that I can work 24 7 if that was the case I should have just stayed at my other job because at least I had healthy boundaries where when I left work you actually left the building therefore you left the work and if you work at home I'm sure you kind of feel this way too it's like Those lines are a little bit blurred. And so fast forward through the holidays, I decided, okay, there is two options here. I need to either create another stream of revenue that's a little bit more passive 
Now, you guys know my stance on passive. There's nothing truly passive, but slightly more passive, as in like you build it once, maybe twice, you tweak it, but you're not like trading dollars for hours. So I decided, okay, I want to launch my digital program, which at the time I didn't even have a name for it. I just called it the Virtual Assistant Studio course, which is really funny to me. Or I can hire because I need help with the workload. And so me being the Enneagram 3 that I am, I was like, well, let's just do both. Now, I'm not really one to like make rash decisions. I've gotten better about my decision-making skills and being quicker and more refined. But at the time, keep in mind, this is like three years ago, I was still a little wishy-washy. So it took me until about the spring of 2021 until I hired my very first part-time contractor. She's amazing, and she still works in the business today. And around that same time, I also was like, okay, this is go time. We are launching this digital program. And so I joined somebody else's course to kind of learn how to do this. And they walked me through these different steps. And it was all very helpful. That program no longer exists. Otherwise, I would give you guys the link for it. But after that, I did a beta launch, which is basically like where you're kind of building out the content as you go. And you offer the course at a lower price point because they're not getting all the content up front. And then by the end of the beta launch, you've built out the entire program. You've gotten a lot of really great feedback. And then you can increase the price and relaunch it. And so that's what I did. And I was very fortunate. Our beta launch went extremely well. I was shocked. Literally, I can't even tell you this. It was the first time that I've seen that much money come into my hands at once by like something that I created. And it was the best feeling ever. And it also helped us to pay off all of our debt, which was a really big goal of ours as a married couple with little one at home. We really wanted to be debt free so that we didn't have that stress. And the course beta launch allowed us to do that. So that's a fun fact. But after I hired that first contractor, I quickly after that realized, okay, wait a second, this is actually really amazing. And I had another contractor that had reached out to me via email with a different set of skills than the first contractor that I hired. And so I ended up hiring her as well. So it was myself and it was two contractors and we were like this little tiny powerhouse of a team. It was funny because a lot of times people would think like I had this massive team behind me and like it wasn't the case. I was still probably doing 90% client work and like 10% business admin type stuff and coaching and you know that sort of thing for the team. But it was just us three, which is kind of funny when I look back on it how much we did but it just goes to show like you don't need this massive team if you see other people online you can really like get by with one contractor one other person maybe two other people and yourself for a long time and so that's what we did throughout the summer of 2021 we were in a really good spot we were doing great with the clients that we had and i was actually approached by one of our existing clients to go full-time in her business And it was kind of that moment where I was like, you know, I told you I just come off of the burnout season and it was a very pivotal moment because the company that she was offering me to go full time in, I loved. I had been following along with her brand for quite some time now and I really just respected her as a person. And so part of me, like the corporate Amanda wanted to be like, yes, I want to do that. I want to be your right hand person. 
I want to like just lift you up and make your business grow and do all of the things. But I also had this other side of me. It was like this little tiny voice that was like, no, this isn't it. You're going to do this and you're going to feel the same way you felt in your corporate job after a year, two, three years down the road. And you know there's a glass ceiling. You know it's there. That's why you left the corporate world. Is entrepreneurship and building your business hard? Yes. But this voice was telling me like, Amanda, you cannot take this opportunity. This is a shiny object, but like this is not what you're meant to do. And I really grappled with this decision for basically like the entire summer. But I also am really terrible at telling people no. I'm not good at turning things down and disappointing people. And so the thought of saying I didn't want this position, I thought that I would upset her and that she wouldn't want to work with me anymore and that it would just all be bad, which did not end up being the case at all. But this is what I told myself in my head. And so during the summer, I started hiring more contractors because my thought was, okay, I'm going to offload all of my clients to these contractors. They're going to take care of everything and I'll just work full time in her business, <laughs> which makes me laugh as I say this out loud because I'm like, this plan was so dumb. But this is what I thought in my head. So as I'm doing this, I quickly realize, oh, okay, I've got a toddler. I am a mom. I now have a team of people that are looking to me for guidance. And I have these clients that I built relationships with who are expecting to talk to me. And I was like, well, this is not going to work. So I have two options. I either leave the business and close it down because these people want to work with me and go take this full-time job. Or I keep chugging along in the business and see what happens. And so luckily, this client was so gracious and there were no hard feelings. And we actually still work together today in like a part-time capacity. I work um, inside of her business and I love it. And it's amazing. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I was able to continue to push the business forward. And I think that was one of those moments where I had to really choose myself and bet on myself. And that's hard. That's hard to do. I feel like you do that in the beginning and you're like, okay, I've got this. But there's so many things that happen along the way that you're like, oh, no, I don't got this. And that was like a big question mark. It's like, are you really going to do this? Is this the path or are we going to be your last year? And so I decided, well, this is the path. And so as the summer of 2021 closed out, we realized as our sweet little family of three that we were no longer going to be a sweet little family of three and we were expecting our second tiny little miracle baby if you guys haven't heard my story I'll share that on another episode but our first son was an IVF baby and we had him after a series of recurrent losses and so we very much thought that our second baby if we were blessed to have one, would be through IVF. And although we found out we were pregnant in the end of summer, truthfully, we did not think that the pregnancy would be viable. And we kind of held our breath for many, many months as we just sort of waited for that other shoe to drop. 
and it didn't. And so fast forward, we kept chugging along. We, I didn't really focus on growing the business at all. We are very much just in kind of like this waiting period. And honestly, it was really nice because I can't imagine having taken on that full-time role and then trying to be like 150% while also kind of navigating this really hard life thing happening. And so it just kind of goes to show that everything sort of happens for a reason. So I ended up having my second baby, which was another boy, in March of 2022, which was last year. And he is literally just, oh, he's so cute and so round and so sweet. And I could just talk about him all day, but I know you guys don't want to hear about that. So we're going to move on. But it was the same day that I was to be induced. I was almost two weeks past my due date. And so the doctor was like, okay, the baby's not growing anymore. We're going to go ahead and induce so that everybody is healthy and safe. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. And so I had my whole day cleared because I'm like waiting to get the call from the doctor to come into the hospital so that I can have the baby. I'm just like hanging around the house. And I get this message on Instagram from a mentor of mine. And she's like, do you have time to chat? And I'm like, sure. I mean, yeah, I've got time to chat with you. You're uh, amazing and you're a mentor and I can definitely make time for you. So we hopped on Zoom and to my surprise, she wanted to invest in my business. I was shocked. I was like, I don't know how you even know who I am and what I do. And I don't know why you want to invest in my business, but maybe let's talk more. And so I sat on that decision and I continued to focus on slowly growing the business over the spring of 2022 while I had my little one home with me. And it was kind of like that newborn phase where you're just, you know, living in the cracks, basically, of when the baby's awake and when the baby sleeps. And not a whole lot was really happening. But by the fall of 2022, I feel like, you know, by the end, the baby's sleeping through the night and you kind of feel like a normal human again. I really feel like I was like myself again. I'm like, okay, I'm coming back to Amanda. I'm coming home. If you're a mom, like, you know what I'm talking about. And I don't know, something weird happened when I had my second, but that time frame to like come back home to myself was much longer than with my first. My my first one, I feel like I, I hate the term bounce back because I don't mean like my body. I mean, kind of like my mental state, but I feel like I like bounce back into who I was a lot quicker. And I don't know, maybe it's age, maybe it's every pregnancy is different, who knows, but I felt like that took a lot longer with the second one. And so it wasn't really until the fall that I was like, okay, I can actually wrap my mind around like being a human, showing up well as a mom, being a wife, being a daughter, being a friend, and oh yeah, being a business owner, because I have this team of people that have been serving our clients so well, who are kind of waiting for me to like push the business forward. And I hadn't really been doing that. So by the fall of 2022, we put into action a big growth plan, and we actually ended up hiring our first full-time employee, our director of operations. Her name is Katie. You guys are going to meet her soon, but Katie's role has been so integral in the growth of our business. She takes care of so much of the day-to-day so that I can focus on like letting my mind water and do big picture and strategy and just operating at a higher level so I can take on like a lot more of these projects that are going to move the needle. So fast forward to now, 
over the last nine months, we have grown the business. We've doubled our revenue. We've increased the amount of people on our team. We just launched our intern program, which is so exciting. And we've taken on more clients, but we've also made so many mistakes along the way. And while we have some really exciting, like really, really fun things that we're working on, and I love sharing those with you guys, I also think it's really important to say that for every amazing moment we're celebrating in the business, there's also a moment where I have to take a deep breath and remind myself to move forward as a leader. Literally just this morning, there was like a couple just things that happen as they do when you're running an agency that I was like, oh my gosh, like it just feels like it's piling on. I'm asking myself questions like, what am I doing wrong and why? And I'm not cut out for this. And like, these are the thoughts that go and float around my head as I'm sure they float around so many other people's heads too. And so I think it's important to recognize that it's so easy to look at somebody else's business and be like, wow, they're doing everything right. Everything looks perfect. Oh my gosh, I need to be just like them. And like, just know that that is not the case. The further I've gotten into entrepreneurship, the more I've realized that that analogy of like entrepreneurship is a bunch of peaks and valleys should not be more accurate. And it's hard and it's wonderful And it's not for everybody, but I definitely would not trade it for anything in the world. And so as somebody that has become a virtual assistant with no website and no social media following and landed her dream clients and then took that skill set and turned it into a team of amazing women that support powerhouse clients. And I've launched our signature program, Full-Time VA, to help you do the same. I also wanted to let you in on some of my top secrets for success from a seasoned virtual assistant. And spoiler alert, if you think I'm about to give you like three actionable items to increase your revenue or get more clients or blah, 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 I want to let you know that I'm going to go a little bit deeper. And the reason that I want to go a little bit deeper is because I've noticed when I do that deep work as a leader, that's really what is like the catalyst for everything else. And I know that sounds cheesy, but it's so true. And it's little things. It's little things like structuring my day in a way that works for my brain. It's little things like having the backbone enough to set boundaries and hold those boundaries for clients and for team members and for anybody else in my life. It's things like drinking enough water and eating the right foods and making sure that I'm saying yes to the right things and no to the right things. So without further ado, here's my list. I've narrowed it down to three things. Are you ready? Here we go. All right, number one, you have to take imperfect action. You have to start. And as somebody that really likes to be pretty and perfect and launch things that are successful, I've learned That getting comfortable with the uncomfortable is what leads to magic. If I never would have reached out to that first potential client, they would have never had the opportunity to say yes. And if they hadn't said yes, I would have never thought, hmm, I think I could make this into a living for myself. And if those people hadn't said yes and I didn't have that thought, then like the business would have never been born. And did I know what I was doing? 
Absolutely not. I literally didn't even know that being a virtual assistant existed. Didn't know that term. Didn't know there was like a whole online world. I didn't know how much to charge. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what a contract was or an invoice or how to send it or what a workflow looked like or how to onboard somebody or offboard somebody or what communication should look like. And I didn't even know half the platforms that I use today, like didn't even know they existed. I'm still learning, still learning, still refining. And I'm okay with that. The second one is the hard moments are happening for you. It's in the most challenging seasons that I've learned the most. Whether it was that I said yes to too many clients all at once or I hired the wrong person or my systems weren't streamlined and there was an error that was made. And yes, all of these have legit happened to me and inside of the business. I just want to remind myself that this is how we grow. This is how we get better. You have to walk through those hard situations, those painful moments, those like cringy emails that you get that you're like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe this is happening to get to the other side, to be able to learn from it and grow from it and talk about it and implement the change. And then the third one is that what God has planned for you is going to be so much better than what you do. So make the plan. Take the imperfect action, be okay if you fail, but hold it all loosely. You're on the right path. I just encourage you to keep going. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and cheers to another amazing year at the Virtual Assistant Studio. I can't wait to come back on here and do a four-year recap and be like, this is everything that's happened in the past four years. Oh my goodness. And I can guarantee that the things that I'll learn over the next year are going to probably blow my mind. If you're wanting to give us a birthday present that is completely free, might I add, I invite you to take like literally less than a minute and give us a rating and review our podcast in whatever platform that you're listening to. All right. I'll see you guys next week. And oh, by the way, real quick before you go, I want to let you in. Next week, we are announcing something very exciting, so you don't want to miss it. So make sure you're subscribed to our podcast so that you don't miss our announcement. Bye for now. You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. See you next week.